recording. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Nithika Brewing. Yes. Who would have known? It took me like 12 minutes to get here from home, I, oh, I think. Yeah, and it was 17 for us. Yeah, so yeah. close. Yeah, I know. Right. Standard, it's in the middle of sort of industry. Yeah, middle Nowhere. of industry. Good for podcasting too, because it's quite quiet. Yeah, it is. Compared to uh, other places. I suppose it is also Saturday, 3 o'clock. It's, oh, that's true. Yeah. I forgot, I just realised there's a food menu. Oh, did you just see I'm that? Thinking, yeah, I just thought we were just going to get some things. Well, beer battered shoestring fries, you know what the problem there is. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, oh, Barry, please. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to bring him. <laughs> Barry's there pretending not to listen to us uh, podcast. Yeah, doing his own little podcast. Yeah. So uh, let's do some quick business updates. Mm-hmm. I thought we could chuck some structure into our, how we do our pods. Oh. We could start with, we each have a turn at doing our little uh, business update. Also. Up to, how things uh, are tracking. And then we could talk about whatever else we wanted to talk about after that. I love a bit of structure, Cam. Yep. So do you want to go first, business update? Yeah, I will. Okay. So I had my first uh, Zoom call for my mentorship this week. Yeah. Yeah, went well, I think. People are really excited. I think I said that last week. So now it's all sort of just not all just rolling out but we've kicked off which is great and as I think I have said I'm creating content probably about two weeks ahead of what I need it because I haven't got it and this week was significant time spent writing the content and then developing it and then recording it and actually I feel quite exhausted from the whole thing Mm. (laughs) but it's stuff I really love but it just reminds me that I forget how long this stuff takes because yep. it's not just like having a conversation with someone and then drawing it out from your mind. You have to go look at the literature and you have to write it all down and make it sound good. And, and then I'm on a timeline because, of course, Barry then takes my resources and creates something really pretty out of it. And so um, and this is basically going to be how my weeks are going to be for the next eight weeks. Plus, we've got Mondays launching mm. at the end of May. So there's a lot going on. So that this week has been a lot of that. And I'm noticing it in my body as well. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that later. That um, later. But all good from that um, business perspective. Things are tracking nicely. Yep. So you end, how many people did you end up getting? 18, I think. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, got so that's 18. Good, cause I you said you were going to be happy with 12. Yes. So a lot, much higher price point. So yes. obviously you're not going to get 600. And you wouldn't want 600. No, and I think actually for this type of course, I I want it to be the type of course where people feel really comfortable talking in a small group and um, and sharing information they might not otherwise sort of share. Because part of the success will be the interaction with the members and and things as well. So um, so I think you know when I run this again, I'll likely I'll cap it at maximum 30. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a good number because yeah. you know some people won't necessarily be able to show up for all of them. No, already had that happen, yeah, yeah. which so is fine. It just happens. Yeah. And uh, and as you're saying, like the higher price point, but um, a lot more work has to go into it. Yeah. Because, you, you know you you'd be digging digging into people's more um, more personalised solutions to whatever they've got. Yeah. Going on. Yeah. You know, where so I mean it's a good next level for people to move into from um, 
from the Mondays Matter program, and, and probably better that they do something else like that first, because then they sort of they can build into it. You know, yeah. jumping into something um, intensive right from the start could be a bit challenging, and maybe even a little bit too too hard. And part of it is if they come in, then they've already know how know my diet principles. Mm. And even though they're explained multiple times throughout the Monday's plan, then this time, so I was just creating module four, which is about food and diets and health, and going into why dairy is a problem, like, but much more in depth for some people, you know, and, and why gluten could be a problem for some people. Whereas you talk about it in that big group setting, people may or may not, they might just skim read that part, they might not take a whole lot of notice of it, but so they're actually getting that understanding to figure out what's going to work for them. So I agree with you, like this is the sort of, I feel like anyone that sort of works with me, ideally they'd sort of come in at the Monday's level and then sort of move up from there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, they're already part of the tribe. Mm, exactly. So they know, they know what the um, rituals are. Yeah. So they don't, there's no um, having to convince anyone of, you know, of what, the things that you're doing and the ideas that you have are the, yeah. the, the way to the way to go. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. And um, yeah, so uh, you're off soon anyway. Yes, but to like the Floridas. So yes. It's good to get all that done. Get a lot. Get a head start. Can I tell you? Yeah. This is sort of business related. I bought a go ruck. Go ruck. Yeah. So is it a rucksack, some sort of rucksack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's what like Peter Atiyah and Andrew Hume oh, yeah. and seven hundred dollars. Mr. Urban. Thousand dollars. Ah, about five hundred US. That's right. He's got his headphones on. Yeah, think, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> I went, whoa, that's more than I thought it would be. Then I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, business cost. And then, well, you know, well, no GST though. No GST. <laughs> That's true. So I uh, got it sent to my business partner James, who's now based in, based in Florida. Oh yeah. Right. Who we're catching up cool, cool, when we're cool, there. Cool, cool, cool. And so I'm like, James, I'm sending something to you, and then I'll I'll pack my other bag to go with me in my suitcase. So I'll come home with two bags. Yay. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, that's that's good news. You always come home with two bags anyway. You leave with one half empty bag and come home with two full bags. That's true. Bursting, bursting at the seams. So you do need a high quality bag because you jam it full of um, yeah uh, purchases that you need to bring home. So it's important. That is true. It's important to invest in a good bag. I agree. Get all the goodies home. I completely agree. But it means that I will have our ruck, my go ruck, when I get to Austin. So oh, we might be yeah, go rucking. Yeah, yeah, go rucking. I bought two different types. But only one weight weight belt, so we can just yeah. find. We you can just like put a, I don't know. We could steal a weight a weight from the mm. gym that we go to. Yeah. Anyway, yep. how about your work week? Uh, so my work week. So I'm just looking at my um, my daily wins to catch up on what they say. Oh, actually, in my daily wins, I always put a podcast with Mickey as a win. Ah, oh, good. And then I can always also when I look at my daily wins, I mean I can then go, oh, we podcast then. So now I can only I only need to talk about these things that happened after our last podcast. That is very smart. So uh, we don't repeat ourselves too much. Yeah, good. So the main thing that I'm working on at the moment is the endurance calculators. Yes. So that's an SEO play. So it's a bunch of calculators like calculating your heart rate, like your like your math heart rate, or calculators to figure out what pace you should be running if you're training for different events and your goal times. Goal. Cool. Uh, what else? Figuring out what 
your triathlon overall time might be if you're into like the swim, bike, and the run, and the, and the transition. So anyway, the, the idea of it is that heaps of coaches always asking me like for that sort of thing, the ones that are already my clients. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, can we put the, we've got some calculators and training tools. Like, oh, can I put those on my main website? And I'm like, oh, no, nah, because you can't really embed them. You know, they're just built for the thing. Anyway, so um, this is sort of, I sent an email out to my email list and I've probably had about 20 or 30 coaches, some clients, some not clients, yeah. who want them on their website. Oh, great. So I did that before they're quite ready just to make sure that, see what the demand was like so that feels pretty good so I've got uh, my goal is by the end of the month to have them on five uh, people's websites awesome so each of the calculators has a little link back to training tool yeah so if you have so when you're looking to get good SEO rankings bank backlinks is one of the biggest things to have yeah. links back to your website on other people's uh, website so that's the play there and then of course you'll also you'll also have other coaches seeing them and looking back as yeah. well so get actual new customers to the website uh, is good too so that's the main thing I'm working on so that's going pretty well uh, so I really need to get the calculator I keep um, keep so I also ask the coaches what sort of calculators they want yes so then they keep uh, which is good because I'm getting heaps of feedback so they keep saying like these calculators that they want so then I'm, I'm like oh yeah that's awesome one too I'll build that one but at some point I need to stop building new calculators and, um, and get, <laughs> get it so they can so they can get, at least get one or, yeah, two, yeah, one or yeah. two of the calculators on their websites so I've got a question yep has anyone come to you and said I really want this calculator and I want you to incorporate fade in that fade yeah. oh yes yes and if yes. you go on, how on earth do I calculate that? I think so, but then I will just ask the AI man and then oh, he'll sort yes. it out for me. So I don't, Brilliant. Need to worry about, I don't need to worry about difficult problems anymore. <laughs> I, just, I just ask AI. Uh, L. It's like yeah. L, but you spelt it wrong. Yeah. Uh, and um, I think that's what I thought it was. Do you remember that when that movie AI came out with Will Smith? Yes. I think oh, I think I thought it was L. <laughs> I thought it was called out. Um, so other thing, uh, blah, 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 blog, I did a good, I thought I, I did like a, my blog this week. Mm -hmm. So still keeping up, I'm only just, I'm more sort of like slipping behind where I can get to the end of the week now and I haven't quite finished it. Is that because they're so really long up. or is I've it? I've started, yeah, like a, this last one I, I've spent quite a lot of time on it and I've even built a, a calculator for it. <laughs> I was going to say, so have you been creating too many calculators? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But it's quite—it's a good one. And this, so it's um, basically the six-figure. That's what I called it—the six-figure endurance coaching business framework. You told us about this last yep. week. Oh, did I? Okay, so I won't go into any more. Other than I borrowed the idea from Jill. Yeah. Because um, she did a good little um, podcast episode on how fitness entrepreneurs might, you know, make up their first hundred k revenue so it's not like um how to magically get to a hundred thousand dollars of revenue yeah it's you know what are the different products and services that might make up your first 100k of revenue and then i built a little calculator yeah so you could go oh you know so i'm going to have 20 clients that i coach one-on-one -on -one. so i'll make that 20 and then i'm going to have 50 on uh three times a year group coaching programs like yeah. your Mondays Matter yeah. and then 
I'm going to have 50 people on a evergreen coaching program that people can sign up to any, any time. Anyway, so coaches can play with those different numbers to see how they might figure out what their revenue is. Awesome. And then, of course, planning for growth over time. Yeah. So the, the main crux of the uh, post is that you can't just like keep getting more and more one-on-one clients if you want to grow your business because basically you get to a certain number, which is a small number, and it makes up for a... Uh, a reasonably modest amount of revenue you know if you've got which is fine if that's all you're looking for but if you you know if you want growth in your business you can't grow beyond like basically just a average salary yeah so that's what the other things for anyway so um that only went out on thursday so i haven't looked at the stats for that but i'm hoping that's quite good and i'm going to promote it quite a lot as well because um, it's a bit of an evergreen piece of content. Agreed. Like it's not, it's basically if I can get coaches to use that calculator regardless of whether they're my clients or not, yeah. they're useful yeah. for them. Totally. So that's that one. Um, my business coaching call this week, mm-hmm. so that was at um, yesterday actually, Friday, but at 4 a.m. I know some of yours are at 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. yeah. How often is yours, Cam? Once our, a week. Mine's once a month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, um, now these are group, big, big group ones. Like mm-hmm. there's like 500 people in in this group. It's like not like a mastermind. Um, so that went alright, but I feel like I'm um, getting less and less value out of them now because I sort of I feel like I'm on a bit of a track now where I just need to do the work. So I'm really just using them for a bit of accountability at the moment. So I'm thinking I might. I'm not going to stop until I can find a replacement for the uh, the accountability Great. side of it. Yeah. So there's this other program that runs from a podcast that I've been listening to, and it's called Founder University or something, and it's a 12-week program where they have weekly calls or whatever. Yeah. And you pay you pay 500 US dollars to get signed up to it. Yeah. And then if you attend all your calls, they refund the money back to you. That's so cheap. Yeah, because it's a, it's like a, a feeder into the accelerator program. Okay. Where they, so then you'd go through this program if you do well or whatever, then they'll put you in their accelerator. Yeah. Which then they take, um, they give you funding and take a cut of your business. So that's their business model. What do you think of that business model? Um, oh yeah, good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean it works for startups. Yeah, it's uh, that's how early stage investors sort of get find the good startups. You know, they'll people will apply. Y Combinator is the most fam- famous one. You might have heard of that. Mm-mm. Yeah, so they get thousands and thousands of applications each time they do the run, and then um, I think they invest like twenty five thousand dollars or something into them in, each into each startup. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then they do like a, I think it's a 12-week program or something. And then they have a demo day at the end yeah. where all other investors come along. Yeah. So then they demo their product or where they've got to or whatever, and then they can get more investment. But I'm not in it. I'm not, I'm not looking for investment. I'm just looking for the accountability of getting on a yeah. call every week with a group of other peeps. So anyway. You don't want to just give me $500? Use our um, podcast as accountability? Oh, I could, I could, but it's good to have other people who are building software. 
That's true, actually. Yeah. That's not what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and they give it, you know, there's, it's a proper program where there's course curriculum and stuff as well. So oh, cool. I'm sure it's pretty similar to the one that I'm doing. It's just, yeah. I feel like it'll be better value for me. Um, plus, the, like I said before, our, the program on top, it's only a year long program. Mm, I've already you, been on it for 15 months. That's true. So, it's like you've been held back. Yeah, yeah. Held back yep, in yeah, J1. You stay for another year. <laughs> J1, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so I'm thinking about doing that. And I've actually got a, um, I've got a call with one of the coaches from my current group doing, the, doing feedback, you oh, know, cool. just to see what I think about the thing or stuff. So I've got quite a bit of feedback there. So this is the newer guy. I really like him. He's, and do you know, Cam, it might be worth actually just getting his input as to your next steps as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah. was going to talk about it on the cool. call. It'll be the first time that I mention yeah. it to him because, I mean, he'll, under, he'll understand. It's good to get that one-on-one on one time. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just see what, he's, see what he says um, about that. And then, um, yeah, that's it. That's business update. That's cool. For me. Um, and uh, I'll... Yeah, so we were talking earlier about what, what else we might talk about, and um, I had an uh, had an MRI on my foot mm. yesterday because I've had a quite a bad uh, quite bad pain, swelling and pain in, in my foot, and because I have um, rheumatoid arthritis, I get this sort of stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, so uh, not trying to diagnose myself but also trying to diagnose myself, <laughs> um, as everyone does. Uh, but the thing is, I've got seronegative rheumatoid arthritis, which is the diagnosis they give you when you don't have the, when they test you for it, you don't have the markers. So, because like, I was looking at, part of the course this week, I was just looking at celiac, right? Mm. And for celiac, you have to have, um, you have to be, you have to test positive for the HLA-DQ8, I think it's called, mm -hmm. D8 gene, which is also associated with rheumatoid. So did you get the gene test as well? Do you know? Uh, no, I, I, I had the, that H something in blood rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Were so, you negative for that? Yeah, so no, I, yes, whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, they're related. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, it's difficult to tell because... Yeah, it's the other thing when you get your blood results, but they're bloody vague and mm. hopeless. Mm -hmm. That's what I was saying. Did we talk about that the other day? You know that app, um, Inside Tracker? Well, I don't know that we discussed it, actually. Oh, no. So, a little tangent. There's an app called Inside Tracker that they advertise on all of the Yeah, yeah, cool yeah, podcasts, I know it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got people, I've yeah. seen the results from it. Like Yeah, yeah. So, you go and get your blood done or whatever at a partner, and then it ends up in the app. But then the app tracks your changes over time but then actually gives you sensible uh, advice. Should we get our bloods done when we're I, overseas? I think we should. I think we should get signed cool. up and, and, yeah, yeah. and get it done while we're over there. Yeah. And then and that gives us another excuse to go there quite often to get our <laughs> bloods redone That's true. each time. Um, so yeah, I mean it would be neat if there was something like that here. But basically your, your bloods come back and then your GP um, Oh, basically, I think I got a couple of sentences. You get, from you the get, GP. you get the generated if that's you get flagged normal, yeah. normal, and yeah. normal like it's optimal. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, that's normal. 
people mm. to be really low. I had a woman, sorry, bit of a tangent, but she's like, oh, yeah, apparently these are all normal. And I looked at her B12, and it was like 140, mm. whereas the reference range is 110 to 600. Oh. Doctors would flag it. Yeah. Like, we're not going to yeah. do an entire podcast on B12, but yeah. it is ridiculously low. And another complaint. Oh, yeah. Even when I looked at the, the raw stats from the blood place, yeah. like look at the raw report. Yeah, yeah. The comments are like, like a child wrote them. I couldn't be bothered <laughs> yeah. writing more than a line of text. Yeah. They're it's busy. Like, are they busy? No, but it's, surely it's automated. It's, it's, I was looking at the text. Yeah. And if, it's, if it isn't, it should be. Yeah. Like there's got to be a different set of, if you fit between, even if you fit in between this range and that range, surely there's some, um, a boilerplate that makes a little bit more sense than who, what, who put it in there was that I didn't even, I couldn't even understand it. Do you need to create a calculator for that? I think I should. Yeah. I think I should. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I can do a better job. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. So I guess it's all, uh, the reason they do that is because they want the professional to look at it and, and yeah. do their own thing. But then you, then you have to rely on them doing that. And I don't think my GP put much effort into it at all. Yeah, and, and of course you're not saying that all GPs like that because there's some very good GPs out there. Yeah, of course. But some of them, but in your situation, this... Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes you need to push back a bit. Yeah, to totally. Eat. Yeah, yeah. So partly my fault as well by not going there. Can you give me a little bit more information about this? Mm -hmm. See, there was a little thing in there that I think I interpreted it as unlikely to have celiac disease. Yeah. Hmm. But it was like only a line of text. Yeah. You know, whereas, and even like a link to somewhere that useful to actually look up what that might mean or whatever. Oh, anyway, anyway, that's cool. But, so, what I've been thinking about is I listened to a podcast the other day. Someone tweeted it, actually, who got mentioned on the podcast, and I thought, well, oh, there's another good one I could listen to. Yeah. It's called... Um, this indie life so it's about independent software developers like me oh, cool. basically so people just working on their own building software so i always like to be talking a bit like that so i jumped in and uh this episode he was one of the guys french guy was so they so i jumped in and they'd already had like a few weeks of episodes where he was unwell mm. and he was also he had also self-diagnosed himself as having um, long COVID. Yeah. So he had no energy. He was finding it difficult to even get out of bed and walk around. And, oh, goodness. And, and sit up to work and was basically staying at home and he was podcasting from his bed or whatever. Oh, so crazy. Terrible stuff. So I don't know what is happening if you go to your doctor and tell them that you think you've got long COVID. Probably not much. I don't know whether there's, I doubt there's a proper test for it or whether there's anything that actually is proven that you can say, yes, you've got the long COVID or whatever, you know, so, yeah, yeah. so little known about it. But anyway, the episode that I happened to jump in on, whereas he was, he had talked to a, he had gone to a GP who had said, maybe you should talk to a psychiatrist. Mm. And so he went to talk to the psychiatrist and then they worked out that potentially he, um, I was just burnt out. Yeah, interesting. 
because then he started talking about how he was working 12 hours a day, like seven days a week before that, mm. and was like, no, he's, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, this is, just, this is just how I work. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that sort of thing. So um, it took me back a little bit. So I don't know if I've told you. I've probably told you parts of this story, but not the whole story. But in 2017 or 18, yeah. when I went full-time on my business, yeah. I went to the Philippines. I remember this. Yep, I went to the Philippines and I hired a software developer and a virtual assistant and I went over there to train them up um, basically on our systems and stuff and I was getting them to work for me so that was all fine but when I was there like a bunch of different stuff uh, happened that was quite stressful like mm. um, I was working with a client um, and they were doing one of the, uh, like a big launch of something and I remember I can't remember all the details but a lot of stuff went wrong so I had to spend a lot of time fixing stuff and making stuff work or changing things that we hadn't figured out or whatever and at the same time I had my two people there that I was supposed to be like training up training like while I was there and then um, so that sort of worked out alright I mean but then um, and then something else happened as I went I went to a, a neighbouring island mm -hmm. um, to go surfing and while I was there something really bad happened with the system mm. I think it was I think I just launched the ability to connect your Strava account and get all your data yeah. synced up and basically on this island there was no broadband internet so and then I so I, you know, I think I was on my phone had terrible internet so I couldn't just connect my phone to it so I went to an internet cafe and had terrible internet as well but basically I was getting thousands of emails into my inbox of the errors happening oh, not of Jesus. people yeah, of yeah, it yeah. not working so I was I, had, I was in this situation where every time I had changed something I'd have to like and I couldn't figure out what was going on because I couldn't debug it properly because the internet was so slow. So every time I wanted to figure out if I could fix it, I would make a change. I'd deploy it up to the server, which took an hour. And then I would reload this page. And literally this page took like four minutes to reload or oh something. And then sometimes it would time out. And then so I was going, I was in this internet cafe on some tropical island <laughs> oh, Jesus. trying to figure out what was going on on my app when no one's no one's training data was syncing up properly and it probably wasn't even that bad bad like people probably weren't you know it's not that big a deal if you can't sync your data for yeah, yeah. a day um, anyway so that, that stressed me out a bit anyway and then I went back to the place I basically had a bit of a breakdown yeah and then um, I, we was, Nikki was put, due to come over and we were supposed to do a half Ironman triathlon. Yeah. And I phoned her, like, had obviously had gotten a bit of emotional and couldn't, uh, it's the, probably the only time in my life where I couldn't operate properly. Yeah, interesting. Because I'm, I'm normally quite good under stressful situations, you know, you just, like it sucks, but you just carry on. I basically mm. stopped being able to operate. And then just thought, we had a discussion and we just thought, no, I'll just go home. Yeah. So I just packed up and yeah. 
and went and went home. And then that's after that point, I think I got home and then I might have had three weeks where I had other issues with the platform where I had really bad performance issues that I just couldn't figure them out. Mm. And people couldn't use the system. It was basically unusable like for half of a day or something. And mm. I was literally working 12 or 14 hours a day, like restarting things and then in, the, in between that trying to fix it or whatever and then, then this other thing and I didn't really sleep and that, that went on for about three weeks before mm -hmm. I managed to sort it out. And then only a little bit after that is when I started to get these issues with my, yes. with my feet. Yeah. And my feet basically was swollen up and were painful and I couldn't, I couldn't run. Mm. And then it sort of went to my knees and then if I had sat, if I'd sat down for more than five minutes, I could hardly get up because my knees was so sore. Anyway, so I was sort of thinking, is it related to is all of these issues that I've been having? And even then, I got later on, I got these issues with my heart. Mm. You know, where I couldn't get my heart rate over a certain amount before I just could, like I just couldn't, or like I'd get up to a certain point, I couldn't get over, and then I ended up spending three days in hospital as they were trying to figure out That's right. what that is and but then there was nothing nothing, to nothing find. wrong with me. Mm. So all of these things point to when you, you know, they can't find they can't actually pinpoint a proper diagnosis. And sometimes, you know, maybe that's the issue. But I'm in a sort of situation, I'm sure everyone says this actually. It's like well you I can't just not I can't just take three weeks off. Oh, yeah, no, no well, way. I can't just take no, a, month, no. a month off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone who's in this situation, because that's part of the problem. Yeah, right? when you're an entrepreneur, but solopreneur, or whatever you call it, like you yeah. are your business. Yeah, so yeah. I can't just take that time off. And then if you're the type of person that gets yourself into this position, you're not the type of person that takes that much time no. off anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm basically like this guy, I'm like, no, it's fine. Mm. Like, this is just... Yeah. How I do. And it's not as though, I mean, I don't work, I don't work long, long hours now. I've been doing a few more recently and I work most days, but I, ever since I started selling training tool, I haven't not worked yeah. for a day. Yeah, no, yeah. I haven't even had one day where I haven't done something. So it's not necessarily like the volume of work. It's the headspace never being it? able to turn off. Yeah. And I, I, I remember this, um, I don't know if you remember this feeling of when you leave a job, mm -hmm. you know, when you've been at a job for ages and you leave it. Yeah. And then part of the reason why you're leaving is because all of this stuff builds up. Yeah, yeah. Over time, there's all of these issues that you know about in this company and your role or whatever. And it's like, oh, how am I ever going to solve all of these problems or whatever? And then you leave and you're like, oh, no more, no more problems. Yeah. Whatever. It's just like those things don't exist anymore because you've just moved on to something else and you don't have to take those things with you. But um, when you're running on your own business, there's, you nowhere can't do to, that. Uh, there's nowhere to hide. Nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go from it. Anyway, so I have no idea whether that's really what's causing it or really what to do about it. But um, I'm thinking about it. I think it's good. Um, I have to say, stress does strange things, I think. To, like I was yeah. saying when we were before we started I'm just like oh my god Cam I did like 14 hours yesterday and then like 12 hours and I'm trying to see clients and then park it and do other things and similarly like you like my 
shoulder is sore, that's my weak mm. shoulder. My calf on my right side, all right side, is keeps locking up whenever I try running. So my bone is completely fine. It's not nothing to do with my bone, it's actually just my calf now on the other side. And that is totally a stress response because I can't, because I'm all hiked up on this side from my computer work. I can't relax and I'm quite stressed. And then like, you gain two kilos, mm. which you don't weigh yourself. Well, I don't know if you do or not, but that's like, and I'm like, I woke up on Wednesday and I'm like, oh, I feel just yeah. huge, I feel huge. And then I jump on the scales and I'm like, oh, I'm two kilos heavier. And, I, and, and the feeling of water retention, yeah. which is what it was. I looked at my ankles and I'm like, I think I've got a cankle. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's totally stress driven because mm. the stress hormones yep. play into your um, anti-diuretic hormones yeah. and that they, it just means that you're just holding on to everything and it's an uncomfortable feeling in addition to having to work and just, for, I don't know, yeah. it's all of it. And so your, that whole stress thing with your foot, for example, 100% that will be, that, that can mm. be related to your work. Yep. And uh, I was having a call with someone um, yesterday and I was telling him about my sore foot. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was telling him, yeah, because I'd been thinking about this, I'm like, yeah, I think it might be more stress-related than anything, you know, making these issues worse. And um, I'd just been surfing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, is it better after the surfing than it was before? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. Ah, interesting. It's like surfing is a big stress reliever. Mm. If you have a good day surfing, I'm like, oh, yeah, my foot is way better than it was before. And that, you know, that's all part of like, it's good to keep moving yeah. from inf information as well, you know, because it gets the blood circulating well, so that is part of it. But um, yeah, so so who knows? Surf more. Yeah, is, that is the message, is it? Yeah, that's the message. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be the title. <laughs> Go surfing or oh, surf more. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, we won't talk about AI. No, we'll save I'm, that. I'm in a constant, I told you that I'm not in a constant state of anxiety about yeah. AI, so let's yeah. not talk about it. But uh, <laughs> I do want to quickly talk about the SpaceX launch. Did you oh. hear about the SpaceX launch? No. Oh, so, no, I did. I, I heard snippets of it. So they launched the Starship. That's right. Um, and uh, it exploded. That's right. But according to the... So that's what you'll see in the media if you like to do it, like that it exploded. But according to the experts, that that was actually a success because it's the first time they've tried to launch it and they got it to a point, basically, what do they call it something, Q something or whatever, where it's, they got it to a point past where it's at its most stressed. Ah. So it actually got past there. But then it exploded afterwards. It exploded afterwards, but they were like, no, nah, it's all good. Oh, amazing. It's fine. We yeah. just build another one now. Now we've got the data from this one. Yes. To fix it, because it's like, when you ever do anything, uh, this is probably the, the most complicated thing to ever try and do. Yeah. Like put a rocket into space yeah. or whatever, especially one this size. Um, and there's some exciting news about this, so don't get bored if you, because you don't like rockets. <laughs> rocket science. I don't mind rocket science. Yeah. So, and that's what they're saying. And then they were like, so I was listening to this on the podcast, and then they were like, okay, so what does this mean? So basically, this rocket is designed... This is not the exciting bit. Right. So Elon, this is Elon Musk's rocket. So yes. he wants this rocket to go to Mars. So that's the end goal. Yeah. But basically what this means now, that they can, if they get this over the next hurdle, mm. 
this rocket will be able to carry 20, no, 100 ton, I think, of stuff oh. for a million dollars. Oh, oh, that seemed reasonably whereas, cheap. Yeah, so whereas previous ones could only carry, it would cost 15 million, like oh. their previous rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so I was thinking, oh yeah, so I'm like, oh, what do I care? But then he was like, so just imagine, in five to six years, there'll be no trans-intercontinental aeroplane freight flights. They'll just take the rocket. Ah. So you'll get all this, if you need stuff shipped from the States, it'll come in the rocket. Oh, that is exciting. Because <laughs> it's actually, compar it'll be, by then it'll be comparably inexpensive. Really? And then I was like, then, yeah. it'll be a passenger plane. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> and you take the, uh, the scenic yeah, route out of whole the universe like, and back in. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to go to Mars. No. And I was like, but I do want to go to the States or to the UK. Yeah. And for it to take um, an hour, not... Can you imagine? Yeah. Well, we might, it might not be imagination. Yeah, and it could happen in our... Um, Lifetime. Lifetimes, probably will. Well, amazing. Mm. Um, one thing I learnt, just very briefly, you know how people talk about yeah. solar wind and solar... Yeah, and, oh, like wind... Wind power. Wind power and solar panels. Do you know how much that would cost and how many resources it would cost to actually create? Yeah, way more than what it's worth. Yeah, and, actually. And if you get, if you actually, yeah, so smart people um, go beyond like the surface issues of nuclear power. Yes, and nuclear. think actually that's where the money's at. New nuclear power is really where it's at. And it's actually, it is it's, actually. It's, it's clean. Yes. And, but of course, you know, it's hard to go past those things that have happened in history with, with um, the very, nuclear but, power. Yeah, but equally, very, like one or two times in our history. Mm. Yeah. And that's it. And suddenly yeah. it's off the table, whereas yeah. it's likely that. Yeah, and um, everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, so they rely on any other thing. That's really so quite unrelated to your. No, no, I mean no, no related because it's all the cost of energy. Yeah, yeah, the cost yeah. of energy is important. So, and um, they reckon the modern nuclear reactors are these safe, but you know they probably when they built those last ones they probably said that they were pretty safe too. That's true. So, yeah, yeah, but I mean we are yeah. almost a hundred years on now, yeah, yeah, aren't we? Yeah. And, um, You'd hope that something would have There's always proved. the issue of people. Humans have a bad habit of pushing problems into the future. Oh, I like that. Like how do you deal with it? How do you deal with this? Yeah, it's safe when it's new and modern, but how do you deal with it when it gets old and then yeah. maintenance? Which is why they're closing a whole lot of old nuclear power plants down oh, yeah. now. But then some countries are closing nuclear power plants, some are opening new ones. Yeah. And it's more of a political, at this point I think it's more political than, than anything yep. else. And you know, I don't claim to know any of the details of the science and what's actually true and what's actually false. But um, also heard a lot recently about those wind farms. Yes. How bad they are for like bird life. And yeah. Somewhere in the UK, like the, you know, these, um, the decimated bat populations. Oh, interesting. Because of the noise they make. Oh, interesting. Because it messes up the bats' ability to, well, do anything. Yeah. Because they use sonar to, and the low level frequency of the noise of the, of the things. I wonder how dogs would, would, yeah, would, like, 
it's probably uncomfortable. It's probably yeah. uncomfortable for them. Yeah, these are issues you just don't even think mm. about but because um, it feels like it's so. It's quite like oh, wind. It's just natural. Mm. It's you know. But yeah, I was listening to something this morning, and I'm like, well, that's such a. I wouldn't have even thought to have th thought yeah, that. Yeah, but, but I've often thought, heard people talk about nuclear being this feasible sort of, you know, energy source, but no one wanted a bar of it. No, exactly. But, um, Do you want another? Because we owe you one for that. Um, no, but okay. I think I better help. Right, better help me finish then. That's off. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, actually, I might grab one. Actually, yeah. Can I have the hazy? What is, yeah, what, so, yeah. yeah, thank you. Thanks. Okay, did you buy two? What's it? Can I have the OU one? Oh uh, yeah, because that was um, that was like a three quarter one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh so my that's goodness! Interesting so story from the for the listeners. Yeah. Yep. The the key run ran out. Yeah. Happens. So I uh, got it free. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and also, if you know, if you drive through those wind farm areas yeah. and you get out of your car, yeah, like you can hear the noise. Like it's. Can you? And they're they're huge. You know, so one of those wind turbines. Yeah. I've only seen them from afar. Yeah, so yeah. when I was driving to the Hawke's Bay, when I had to go the long way the other week because of the flooding and stuff, yeah, I stopped and got out, and they're just, they're just huge. Like they're they're bigger, bigger than bloody building. You, you know, know what? The whole spoilers. wind farm thing is akin to the environment, the climate change, red meat story. Like, yep. so much of it is surface and people... Uh, it makes no, um, absolutely not surprised. I had no idea about that, you know, mm. about the whole wind farm thing until I was listening this morning. Like, actually, so much that you just don't know. Yeah. So yeah. easy to accept the surface story of so much better for the environment because it's wind. Mm. Mm. But yeah, you got to make the big machine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You got to make the massive machines yeah. and then get all the machinery in and put them up and yeah. basically um, ruin the, not the environment, but, you know, the, part of the environment for people living in those areas yeah, yeah, yeah. where they have to drive around and constantly hear the noise of the of the turbines yeah. going and it's audible. Crazy. Anyway. Anyway. Alright Cam. Okay. Well we'll wind that up and um, I'll finish off this hazy and these uh, corn chips. Looks yes. like no one's interested in those corn chips because everyone's Keto. We're trying to lose that water, that two kgs of water. Oh no, water. that's gone already. Oh, it's gone. Got up and I'm like, yeah. oh sweet, I felt different. I'm like, yeah, no, that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you but, though? No, 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 I don't need to lose. I don't need to lose any weight. I need to put on weight. I'm so skinny. <laughs> Talk to your most uh, closest health professional. They might yeah, tell yeah. you something else. <laughs> Not your GB though. All right, Cam. All right, catch up. See ya.